it seems like every other day these days, you're hearing a new story about some couple breaking up or somebody cheated on somebody. And I'm always looking at these stories and thinking to myself, man, I am glad to be out of the game. I am happily married, happy to be married. But I remember when I was getting ready to move to Miami years ago, I was a single guy and people warned me that if I met someone down in Miami, that I better be on my guard. And if I meet the right one, she probably won't be from Miami. Now, none of those people are even from Miami, so I took their word with a grain of salt. But I got my man Keith, Keith Thornton on the podcast today. And uh, I appreciate you being on here, man. And I just want to ask you, because you actually grew up in Miami. So do you think that folks in Miami get a bad rep when it comes to specifically romance and dating? Uh, well, first and foremost, uh, my brother, it's an honor to just be here and just be on this uh, platform. I've been waiting a long time to get on here, man, but it's an honor. <laughs> but uh, do people get a bad rap? Um, I, I think it's a chance, it's a possibility that, that that's the case, unfortunately. Uh, I believe the reason is uh, Miami, we have this, this uh, I don't know, people see it like this fast-paced city, it's fast-paced, and oh, yeah. you know, you think about the beach, you're thinking about money, you're thinking about, you know, late parties and hanging out and clubs and so it's a lot comes with yo, that. Yo, I tell you what, my, my, my biggest observation with Miami was, yo, when you go down to South Beach, you can be anybody that you want to be. <laughs> you know? <laughs> For sure. You got, For you got sure. people from all around the world driving all kinds of cars, doing all. I'm like, look, you can come out here, just pretend you're somebody else. And that's what made me kind of hesitant at first when I got yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, I know some guys, like, when, uh, when I was in my early 20s, when we were, in, like, in college, they would, like, buy scrubs and like hang out at bars like they were uh, like they were doctors <laughs> and stuff like no. this and, and you know what I mean? <laughs> you know so yeah man it's unfortunate but i think it's probably getting a little better now though as time progress tricking is real man tricking is definitely real down there <laughs> but i want to ask you bro what is your experience right being a single guy in miami should should you be more open minded whenever you're in that type of environment or or is it type kind of pivotal to get outside of your comfort zone? I think um, it's, it's very good to get out of the comfort zone. I mean, because I've been single for some time now, like two years, and um, I just got comfortable. I've just gotten so comfortable in this space. But I know that, you know, life isn't meant to be done alone. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I know that uh, love is something that God wants for us. You know, uh, so I, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm, I'm now looking at a different caliber of women. Like I used to just, you know, have relationships, just jump into it and uh, not really know who the person is. So now that I'm older now, I just turned 30. I'm just seeing things a little different. I'm trying to uh, meet women, you know, be friends first. You know what I mean? I'm just trying mm -hmm. to get get friendships, build relationships and then see what's supposed to happen after that. You know, if it's supposed to happen, it, it will. And if it doesn't, cool. I'm just going about it different now. You know what I mean? I'm not going into it with an actual uh, agenda. You know what I mean? I'm not hanging out trying to just automatically date. You know, I'm just trying to see who you are. Just hang out. If you cool people, then we could just hang out. And if it's supposed to be more, then it'll be. 
No, absolutely, man. There's a big difference between, you know, dating in your late 20s and 30s versus whenever you were dating when you were 18, 19, 20 <laughs> sure. years old, man. There's, there's almost a, another level of intentionality and maturity that's required. Shoot, I think back in my story sometimes, I remember I had a list on my phone, right? There was a list on my wow. phone that just said, like, hey, here are the five criteria that I'm going to look for in a woman. And I didn't want it to be any more than five because I didn't want to be just like extra picky. But I remember I said, hey, here are the five things that I look for. And if she checks off on these things, then it's easy. And that's why it was so easy to make a decision whenever, whenever I met my now wife. But at the time, I was like, okay, she checks off these five things. After our second time hanging out together, I was like, oh yeah, that's the one for me. Because it was pretty, wow. it was pretty rare, man. So I, yo, what, what, what's, what do you see as a big difference, man? Like versus like your teens, and late 20s, 30s, how do you feel is different just, just dating in those different stages of your life? I mean, man, for myself, uh, and I'm sure a lot of guys uh, grew up with bad teachings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I grew up with, with, with some crazy teachers coming up. You know what I mean? I didn't get the proper guidance when it came to relationships. Uh, initially, when I, you know, it was all, I remember being young, like, elementary school and middle school and you know you have you know neighbors and old you know family friends oh how many girlfriends you got you know mm -hmm. what I mean and now that I'm 30 I look back and I'm like wow they were really asking a kid how many girlfriends did right. he have yeah. you know what I mean so of now that makes me think growing up you gotta have a few girlfriends if you want to be cool you gotta have a few you know what I mean and that's mm -hmm. what I was doing in my early years uh just dating just doing casual things that you know you shouldn't be doing but i just thought that's be, what uh, you're supposed to do you thought you thought it was pokemon you're trying to catch them all but hey you dick <laughs> hey that that's how we taught though man unfortunately yeah. that that's uh, as young guys a lot of times it's just hey man you ain't getting no girls bro you ain't getting no girls uh -huh. and then it's, it then becomes yeah. a competition and without actually cherishing and and putting value on on, on a woman's you know their heart and, and, and them as, as people and that's a problem man that's a huge problem Definitely. I think um, my late 20s, uh, I actually had my daughter at 27. Mm -hmm. So that really, really changed me and looking at women in a whole different light. And uh, I realized now at this stage in my life, as a dad too, as a dad, as, as a, uh, you know, I can't just have random women around. I can't just bring any woman around her. You know what I mean? I have to lead by example. Yeah. And uh, I, me personally, I would rather be single than to just have five, six girlfriends coming around, you know, every other month or every year. It's a different woman. You know, I don't think that's good for her to see. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what that's what really grew me up to, like being a dad. Like I just it's a great Kanye West line that he says, I see women as something to nurture and not something to conquer. Mm. And that's just what I feel right now. That's where I'm at. And that's real right there, bro. So with that said, though, what does a guy in 2021 even look for in a woman? Because I think a, a lot of people say that they want to be in a relationship, but bro, I say it all the time. Most people need to be single. And the reason why is because a lot of people don't realize just how much work goes into being in a committed relationship, bro. And that's something that has to be taken serious. It has to be taken serious. I mean, I believe, man, what guys should be looking for is uh, somebody to make them better. Mm. Somebody to make you a better you, you know what I mean? And of course you have to do the work on yourself, but 
you know, like I remember when, um, like you, for example, you're a great guy, great guy. You're my brother. I love you. But then it's like, don't, oh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know who told you that lie, but yeah, go ahead. Bro, you know, when that, when you and her got together, it was like, you just became like extraordinary. You see what I'm saying? Like your whole vibe was different. Like you was just a little more, you know, intentional. Like your leadership got a little better with us with, uh, when we were serving. And it's just everything about you just got a little better. You know what I mean? And she just compliments you. And, and I think that's what we look for. We should be looking for somebody to make us a better version of ourselves. Somebody that you can make them better. You know, I don't think we should be looking at, um, you know, like social media is really not was up at this point. I think, you know, I think that gets in the way of a lot of things. I think you should have somebody that's not living on social media. You know, I think you should have somebody that's, you know, going after God, trying to get better as they, you know, getting better as their own self. And um, yeah, somebody that's. Yeah, going hard in life, just going hard, just trying to live their best life, man. I think that's what we need to be looking for at this point. You yeah, know, man. It's, you, a, it's you, a little bit. It's a little beyond looks, a little bit. You know what I mean? That still yeah. counts, but it's really man. beyond that, man. You know, looks are important. <laughs> Look, looks are still important, man. Because you, because you know what's interesting, bro. I remember whenever I was pursuing Don, I never actually looked at that, man. I was never trying to see would she make me better. For me, it was mm-hmm. just. You know, really, really paid attention to how she treated people, you know, how kind mm-hmm. she was, how she was with her friends, her family and things like that. But also, I think that, you know, you brought up social media. I think that one of the biggest aspects that you have to look at now in 2021 is just you know, how secure are you like just within yourself? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy for people to try to compare, compare, contrast. Oh, this person has this. I need to do this. This person is moving this way. I need to move this way. But instead of realizing what calling is it that God has on my life? And, you know, one of the things, and that was the last thing that I added on my list, right? That was the final thing after my relationship prior to that. I just said, oh yeah, I need somebody who has complete security within themselves so that, you know, whenever the obstacles of life come about, it's not wishy-washy, you kind of have a firm foundation of yourself and your core values. Um, but that's real, man. That's absolutely true. Like the whenever they have those things within themselves i think naturally what you said is accurate it just makes you better and, and, and it inspires you and it yeah. motivates you yeah man and i know i remember my last relationship uh i won't say her name but um she's amazing but I, in that situation i was i hadn't been to therapy yet so i just was doing what i usually do you know what mm-hmm. i mean and then that's that relationship is when I realized that I need to go to therapy. You know what I mean? Because I was wow. over. Th- that's when I was living in my head, like living there. Like, like I was telling you the other day, it, it, it can be like uh, an amusement park in my mind sometimes. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, get in there too much, and I wasn't secure. I wasn't. I was very insecure for what reason? You know, plenty of reasons. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that that was a problem for me because I used to be at one point, bro, it's, you know, there's nothing to brag about it. And I'm not happy about it. But at one point I had like three different situations going on. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. and the craziest thing is it was like, it was based on how I was feeling. If I felt like being in my feelings, then I know, okay, let me go holler at her. If I feel like just hanging out and going to a movie and going to grab some drinks, I know I gotta go, go hang out with her. You know, I just couldn't find that one. 
And I just realized that I just was needing people, needing women rather to make me feel better. You know what Man, I mean? And I was, bro. Bro, you, you, you are saying a mouthful. So let me tell you something. So check this out. There's this book called uh, The Way of the Superior Man. And in this book, the author, I want to say this is chapter 16 of the book. And he talks about how one of the desirable traits is ambition. You know, the one guy who is ambitious, who is striving for more, who wants success, wants to just reach more and more and more. The thing is, those types of men oftentimes want or desire to be with multiple women. Right. The more ambitious you are, there's also that what comes with that is that desire to be with multiple women. And it's up to the man to actually be able to tame. Right. Not, not, not necessarily tame, but to be able to control that or have some type of discipline within that. So I always say that because the reason I bring that up is because you brought up the part about being secure. And I think that a woman, whenever she says, hey, look, my guy has to look this type of way. She also has to, to realize that's also something that comes with it. Right. Like. And, 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 and it's not, I'm not using that as an excuse because it's not an excuse at all for why guys go and they cheat or do, do certain things, but you have to realize the type of society that we live in. And we live in a day and age to where guys, boys are exposed to pornography at seven years old. And then there's this like hypersexual society that we live in where it's always, hey, you're hearing these things in the barbershops, you're hearing these things in the locker room, you're hearing these things in the classroom it's about, you know, how many girls can you get and all this and all that. And the average man in 2021 is getting married at 30 years old. So here you are, you're talking about, you know, 29, 30 years of this stuff happening, right? All this sexual behavior happening. And especially if you're somebody who's ambitious, now all these different women want you. So it's even harder for you to say no and to resist. But whenever you turn 30 years old and you get married, you're supposed to say, oh, all right, that's over with. That's done. It doesn't happen that quickly. (laughs) So, yo, guys have to do that self-work, man. And then on the flip side for guys, if they ain't securing themselves, now all of a sudden you're looking at a woman and you're saying, okay, I want a woman that looks this way. She has to be fine. But you have to realize that if you are a guy going with an attractive woman, there's going to be other guys trying to get at her. So you got to be secure enough in yourself to say, yeah. hey, can I handle this? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. She is, the more attention she's going to get and more people are going to be trying to talk to her. And that's a part yeah. that people just don't think about. Yeah, that's 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 very true, bro. And like I said, I had to realize that I had a, I wasn't secure within myself. And um, now, almost three years into therapy, like I see now that I, I'm not in my head as much. You know what I mean? I control things that I, can't control you know what I mean? i'm not trying to just control the whole situation all the time i listen more i'm so much more uh like i'm up front more i'm like look this is what it is like I'm, this i'm not staring you the wrong way i'm not you know lead misleading i'm not doing any of that anymore i'm just being so honest up front right now and um any woman that i'm talking to or dating or whatever i mean at this point in life i'm I don't want to say I'm looking for a wife right now, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in that lane. It's, yeah. It's I'm more intentional. intentional. I'm more intentional. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's like, it's like you said, for years, we've been, you know, taught the wrong things, man. It's just been doing the wrong right. thing. So it's like you said, like now out of nowhere, I'm supposed to just get it right. It, it, it just be the best husband, be the best. And <laughs> as I'm single, bro, as I'm single, I'm actually, when I pray, bro, I'm like, God help me to be a good husband. God, whoever my wife is, wherever she might be, yeah. I'm God bless her, bless her family. Like I don't know who, 
but I'm praying for my wife already. You know, if, I, if God give me a wife, then need to, but it's whatever. But I'm being intentional on my side yeah. and praying for my wife already. You know what I mean? So whenever yeah. she gets around, it 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 is it'd be natural. Because I'm right. like, if I let my hey, if, we, if I end up with whoever I end up with, I'm like, I prayed for you. Like, mm. no, I legit was praying for you. And I didn't even know you. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just, that's intentional. You see what I'm saying? That's what it's about for me right now. Bro, my mom gave me that advice back in 2015. She was like, yeah, make sure you're praying for your wife. But not just pray for your wife, but also pray for her family. Because people don't realize you marry a girl, you're married her entire family as well. Family. <laughs> yeah, bro. So I'm, I, I was blessed. I was fortunate that I inherited a great family whenever I married her. But yeah. that's something that I didn't even think about before my mom brought it up. She said that to me in 2015. And I met Dawn the next year. But just you know, yeah. pray for your wife, pray her family. Pray for your wife, pray for her family. But <laughs> that yeah. has to happen while you're single. If, if, if the goal yeah. is that later on I want to get married, shoot, it takes some intentionality and some self-work while you're single. Definitely, definitely, man. You got to be able to spend time by yourself. And it was a quote, somebody, I forgot who, who said it exactly, but the guy was like, you don't marry anybody that can't stay home, that can't be by themselves. You know, and that makes sense to me now, because it's like, like I was telling you earlier, like I used to have different situations for, you know, because I couldn't just be by myself. Situationships. And now, situationships. And now I'm in this place, man, like, like I hit the beach every other week and just hang out, just me, hopping in water, you know, just chill, go grab some lunch by myself. You feel me? Like that's, and I, I enjoy it. I, yeah. I love myself so much more. And man, it's just, it's been a blessing. I do recommend, man, find a therapist, find oh, yeah. a fire therapist, a good one. And man, I guarantee, man, it, it's gonna change your life completely. You look at yourself, you'll, you'll zoom out. Therapy helps you to zoom out, you know what I mean? And that's what it's about. Cause, cause it's a, I always use it as an example. Uh, if you're standing face to face, nose to nose, I can't see your feet. I can only see your whole body when I back up. Mm. You know what I mean? So a lot of times we need to just take a step back and then we can see things for what it really is. And then that's really what it is, looking at yourself. That's when yeah. you can really see yourself when you back up and say, wow, like this is me. Let me wow. do the work. Ooh, yeah, you preaching, man. I think a, a, a relationship counselor once told me that a healthy couple is comprised of two healthy individuals, right? Because mm. nobody has a relationship problems. They have single people problems. And then they bring mm. that into a relationship. Wow. <laughs> and that's wow. how it ends up going. But you have, to, you have to be a healthy individual in order to have a healthy relationship, man. You and I were talking and you know, I know you, you're talking about getting back out there on, you know, on the dating scene and everything. So just want to fire off a couple questions, bro. I know that you are a father. You have a daughter. Would you, dating as a parent, could you date a woman that has a kid? Yeah. Yeah? I, I feel like... I, I, yeah, she, I would have to date it. We got to have the same amount. <laughs> same amount. I, at, okay. this point, at, this, at this point, I, I, I come from a single mother you know what i mean so it would mm -hmm. be kind of like crazy for me to actually say oh i can't date a woman with a kid like you know my mom was that woman at one point you know what i mean so right but yeah i could definitely yeah i could do it i mean but the situation kind of no i don't need no baby daddy drama now you feel me no you know? absolutely <laughs> so you have one 
you're saying, all right, if she has two or more, then now we might be. Yeah, I don't that's know. a little out of my range. That's a little out of my range at this point. Because then I'm going to want one from you. So, nah, that's already like four. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I, at this point, I don't, I, I don't see myself dating the one with, with multiple children. Yeah, man. So, yo, let me just ask you this, bro. You got, you've gone through a whole journey yourself to make sure that you're constantly growing and that you're evolving as a man. And you already dropped some good gems, but what advice would you give to guys who are working on themselves right now to become good partners? Mm. I think do like I've been calling you. I've been mm. calling our boy Gene. I've been I've been talking to a lot of my married homies lately. You know what I mean? And I think that is what we need to be doing. You know, oh, yeah. usually the married friends is the one. Oh, he's boring. Oh, he can't hang out. This but he's happy, though. He had the crib happy, though. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. But I, I, we, we looking for what y'all got. You know what I mean? So it, it don't make sense for me to be asking relationship advice from my boy who out here on the prowl like me. What he going to You know, he can't give me nothing. You feel me? Right. We trying to. So I call you a lot more. You know, I talk to a lot of my married friends. I think that's what we need to do. Get better advice. Mm. You know what I mean? Step out of our comfort zone and start talking to people that that has your best interest. Like, I look at your relationship. I look at your marriage rather than I remember I was blessed to be a part of it being there. You know what I mean? And just seeing how you are growing and how you guys are just, man, you guys are legendary. And I'm I'm trying to be there, man. I'm trying to be in, in your lane, bro. So I'm just... As talking to the right people, man, you need to get surround yourself with the, the better people. Yeah, man. that's what I would say. Especially if you don't have a ton of examples of it, bro. I think that the more that you can be around it, the better. Because right now, even as a married man, there's a group of us. We're in a group chat, and it's all young married guys, and we just, you know, we talk about like different relationship tips, advice. Every now yeah. and then we'll all get on a group FaceTime and we'll just like, hey, bro, let's check in. How you doing as a husband? Oh, what's something that we can do to love our wives better today? You know, like mm. things like that, you know, it's so, it's, but those things are needed, you know, and, and it's a yeah. constant, constant growth, man. Oftentimes people get so caught up in the wedding, but the marriage doesn't start until the day after the wedding because that's mm. when it's all right. We here. You know, what I mean, it's a ball and chain and we in this for the long run. So, you know, how are we <laughs> going to sure. work this through? And I think that oftentimes people talk about how the first couple of years are the most challenging as they're getting to know one another and figuring these things out. Cause even in my marriage, everything was brand new, you know, like we were, we weren't, we were both celibate. We were, you know, like moving in together was a huge deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. having to figure out exactly how each other operated, what chores are you going to take on? Like these things we were like, yo, I can't figure this thing out. So, <laughs> here we are two plus years in man, but it feels like we we're, we're, we found our groove and we're making it happen. But, you got to have that person that's also patient with you, bro. I need a woman with some patience, man. I'm, I'm a lot, but I, I'm better now, though, man. Honestly, if any of my exes are listening to this, I'm better now. Thank you. <laughs> I apologize for a lot of the stuff I've brought you through, mm. but I'm a better. I'm in a better space right now, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Bro, you, you are probably one of the biggest advocates for therapy that I know. And I always talk about just the importance of going through premarital counseling and then going through marital counseling whenever you actually are married. Because it doesn't mean that something's wrong. It's just it's that checkup, making sure that everything's still going on the same page, man. So I know that you're an advocate for it. 
Uh, I know that you talk about it all the time, man, but I think that that's one of the biggest things that people need to realize. Therapy is, is I think everybody should do it. I'm a big believer in it. And after having conversations with you about it, I just became, you know, I grew more and more and believe in it. So uh, to all the ladies that are out there listening, man, I just want to let y'all know my man Keith is out here. He is uh, single, available. You know what I mean? You'll see his, uh, his profile in the description and all that. Go ahead and hit my man up. <laughs> Hey, coming from you, man, that is, hey, that, that's going to go a long way, I'm sure. Hey, we'll see you, bro. <laughs> My guy, hey, appreciate you being on, bro. Man, it's an honor. Love you, brother. We'll chat. Yes, sir. Appreciate you listening to the Good Evening Podcast with Eve Matoba. Leave this a five-star review and share it with somebody who may find it useful. And remember, have yourself a good evening.